The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN's Big Game Squares Contest, a $1,000 prize pool, and it's completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo $57 SGPN gift card is up for grab for every bingo hit. This is exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb charging headlong into the bush clash at the coliseum weekend it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he is cody zeeb i am rod via gomez and we are now standing on the precipice of the 2023 NASCAR season. Nothing but green flag laps to be had this weekend. So much. Tomorrow. Tomorrow run. cars will be on the track, Rod. Oh, recording this on Friday. And tomorrow we will have cars on the track. Uh, I think it's the practice and qualifying or Saturday. And then all the rest of the stuff we we broke down the format yesterday. So if you want if you want that long explanation, go back and listen because we're not going to cover all that again. <laughs> no, we will not. Believe me, it's it's basically like I said, the sack races will happen and on consecutive Saturdays until a champion is crowned. It's almost like they're taking a page out of the Pro Bowl, right? If you look at all these oh these God. Pro Bowl competitions they have, and it's like I mean, it's like Field Day back in you know school where they're you know giving you points for winning this contest and and points for winning the sack race and whoever has the most points wins <laughs> red rover red rover send ross chastain right over uh, like there you go <laughs> so I, and i you know you look at ba- go go search yourself up some basketball playoff scenarios that is exactly how that bush clash ends up it's you know the round robin goes here and then the Northwestern Mid-Conference will be decided by this. And so, yeah, that's exactly what it's like for the Bush Clash. But <laughs> exactly, but it's happening. Yeah. And so it's here tomorrow. Cars will be on tracks. And 16 days until the Daytona 500. Big number. Basically two weeks away. We're getting so close. So wanted to take a look as we've been doing today's history lesson uh, by Uncle Cody. I was called in the Discord. <laughs> um <laughs> But today's history lesson, uh, the number 16 car, 
1,192 starts in this car number, 33 times it's been in victory lane, uh, 178 times top five finish, um, 30 times it sat on the pole. Greg Biffle, easily number one in this category. He has 504 starts, um, about four times as many as anybody else does in this car number. So he owns this car, uh, having driven it with Roush Racing for a very long time. Uh, 19 times he visited Victory Lane, 92 times in the top five, led almost 6,000 laps in his career, completed over 143,000 uh, laps in his career, and he sat on the pole 13 times. Ted Musgrave checks in second. He had 145 starts. No wins for Ted, but 40 top tens. Kevin LePage, again, uh, no wins and 79 starts. Um, Wally Dollenback Jr., he was one of those original guys in the in the 16 for when it switched over to Roush in the, the Keystone days. It was weird because it was a red car, but it was sponsored by Keystone Beer, which you don't really hit. You think of blue when you think of Keystone, but whatever. Uh, Tiny Lund spent some time in this car. David Pearson, Bobby Allison, A.J. Allmendinger. He's made 23 career starts in this number. Uh, that puts him 10th on the list, but just by competing this season, he should slide all the way up to about sixth on the list uh, in the number 16 car because he is the guy who will be driving it full-time this season. He does have one career Cup Series win in the number 16 already, um, and that was, of course, a couple years ago, Indy Road Course, I think that was, um, where he won there. And he's finished in the top five, five times in 23 starts, so we'll see how he does this year. Glenn Wood of the original Wood Brothers, he made 10 starts in this car number. Noah Gragson has actually made 10 starts in the number 16 car. Uh, again, he was one of those part-time drivers last year. Um, Leroy Yarborough made some starts in this one. Elmo Langley back in the day. Um, Ralph Earnhardt, again, Dale, Dale Sr.'s father, made some starts in this car number. Rusty Wallace actually started two races in the number 16 car. Um, and then, yeah, going all the way down, Cotton Owens, Brownie King, some other other former way back in the day guys we talked about, but 93 different drivers um, have made a start in the number 16 car in the Cup Series, and that has been predominantly Ford. Of course, Greg Biffle was in Ford that whole time. He made all his starts. 912 races in Ford, 144 for Chevy. Mercury actually third on the list with 92 starts. Wow. Buick started 45 ones. I don't know if we've heard this one before. Matador started 22 races as a manufacturer in this car. Uh, then you have Pontiac American Motors Company, 11 races, Hudson, Oldsmobile, Dodge, Lincoln, Plymouth, one race in a Cadillac, and one race in a Jaguar uh, for <laughs> the number 16 in the Cup Series. So, again, another number as we get down into these lower numbers, we're kind of these are the numbers that are used more, right? That continue to be used. Uh, as we'll see AJ Allmendinger in the 16 car full time out there in the Cup Series this year. So stop me if I'm wrong, but isn't AMC the maker of the DeLorean? Did a DeLorean start on the track? I I I gotta well, think we'll that have to we'll have to research this and uh, and get back. But somebody please on Twitter <laughs> tell us if AMC because I I believe AMC was the the manufacturer of the DeLorean and if that's the case. If a DeLorean raced in a, a uh, NASCAR race, first of all, I want to know what happened when it hit 88 miles an hour. 
uh, if it was still on the track. Did it finish the race? That's what I want to know. Uh, anyway, no, th- look, Greg Biffle, obviously, that 16 car, completely synonymous with Greg Biffle. There's no no way you cannot see the 16 car and not think Greg Biffle. Um, so that's the one that I definitely equate with it the most. But now seeing A.J. Allmendinger in it is, you know, again, something uh, that I like because I'm a A.J. Allmendinger fan, and uh, I, I think I'm going to enjoy the 16 car going forward. Uh, man, 16 days, Cody. When we when we crank back up on Monday, let's see, 16, 15, 14, it'll be 13. That car doesn't have a whole lot of run on it, so w- yeah, it'll be fun to lend. Somebody's starting that car this year, though, aren't they? I feel I, like I we believe have news so. on that. Yeah. I can't remember who at the moment, but... I feel like we might see a 13 car this year. Well, <laughs> do us a favor. Don't go look up the 13 car yet. Let us teach you. <laughs> and we'll talk about it uh, yeah. Yeah, next week. Uh, because, it, look. The, the 13, when I think of 13, it, it's been raced here and there lately. Like Geico had the 13 car a lot over a few years recently. But I think back to the Dan Marino days, right? Dan Marino oh, yeah. was in NASCAR um, with, I think, gosh, did he co-own with Bill Elliott even, I think? I believe so. Uh, and I think it was Jerry Nadeau maybe in that 13 car that, that had the uh, – the dolphins colors kind of on there, but, uh, I have that. So in my, in a, a book that I have, I have that exact, um, that exact thing where, uh, it, it shows Dan Marino and, and his car and it's munched. <laughs> I think he got in a wreck <laughs> in that car. So, uh, that, that, that experiment did not work out all that well for Dan Marino. So that's funny. Um, it does look like, um, Mark Donahue of Roger Penske racing. Uh, is the one who raced the AMC car. It doesn't say which AMC car, but right, yeah, it was with Penske and Roger Don or Mark Donahue, which is a fairly known name. I'm looking it up, and when I do, I'm I'm finding out about that DeLorean. So, <laughs> um, all right, you know what? Let's step away, take a break. We got some news to talk about. Lots of great stuff on this episode as we get set for the Bush Clash. But uh, let's take a break. Uncle Cody's going to close his book and we'll uh we'll come back with some more news and notes. So And that was story time for and the day. Story time <laughs> with uh, look, people are gonna miss it when it's gone. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll find a way to, to always incorporate some history. I've got some good feedback on that. I personally I'm a huge history buff just in general. And I love NASCAR history. I feel like I know quite a bit about it. So we're gonna find a way, some on this dates or something. We'll keep we'll keep the history part incorporated in the show. Don't worry. Nope, I agree. But okay, let's step away. We'll come back. We'll talk some more about NASCAR on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. But first, let's tell you about Winbet. It's the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, also known as Winbets. Build your own bet. Plus, the big games here. WinBet has you covered with great odds, promos, payouts. It's all happening right now at WinBet. Tell me that you're ready to play. Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Of course, limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, like I just said, you get a $1,000 free credit. God, my eyes just went back there. So much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Some things are so good, you got to highlight them twice. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present 
and the state replay through WinBet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The Mothership, the SGP Live Show. It's happening right now in Phoenix. And if you're not going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth. That's Thursday at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm sure that's Pacific time. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game, all one word. The show is free and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash B-I-G-G-A-M-E. Oh, that's right. There is an actual Super Bowl going on, isn't there? <laughs> Rod, I know Rod's trying to forget, but... Uh... Yeah, I've already forgotten. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's okay. My team didn't even make the playoffs, so at least you, <laughs> at least you had that, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, um, by the way, DeLorean was just made by the DeLorean Motor Company. They they had their own own the VMC instead of the AMC. All right, but uh, it was an AMC Matador that uh, Mark Donahue raced for Roger Penske. Good call back in the day. So. Uh, thank you, Cody. Follow up on your history lesson. Sorry. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've created a movie, though. We need to get in the script there, right? And the NASCAR race with the DeLorean. And when it gets to 88, then, you know, I mean, I don't know how much we can steal off of the original movie, but we can make up our own plot that's similar, right? <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Honestly, that would be something to behold at that point where all of a sudden the, the thing just goes and, and it's gone. That would be, uh, yeah, I think we, man, there we go. That's our next project. We're going to write a movie about NASCAR. <laughs> I'm good. Let's do it. Um, all right. But before that, then let's, uh, let's talk about some NASCAR racing stuff. Cody, I know your list has not gotten any shorter, uh, at all. So not, and we've had so much to talk about this week too. We've not really checked much off the list. It's been into the betting, into the DFS part of stuff and, it's our fifth show of the week, by the way. I which know. Is super fun. I think that's going to be a, a fairly staple thing going forward. So Friday is going to be kind of our our open segment to talk about other stuff going around and final updates before the weekend and, and catch up on all the news from the week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Indeed. All right. Take us where you want to go. Yes. Well, there is a lot of places to go. Um, They have started putting dirt on Bristol. I thought that was a, a fun little nugget. I always like to see that. I know there's still a lot of people that don't like that race for whatever reason. I would have liked it a lot more had Tyler Reddick been able to hold on and cash my bet, but it was still a fun race. They fixed a lot of things this year. Um, so, yeah, dirt's going on Bristol. I thought that was a fun thing. Excited to see that. Um, Rayum, we talked about Rayum had a, a fire uh, last week at their shop. Rayum Racing did. A couple of team members had been hospitalized. They were actually released from the hospital last week. I don't know that we updated since then. So that is good news. We weren't sure on a couple of them, but they did. Uh, they were released from the hospital. Everybody seems to be okay at home recovering at least. Um, and their trucks are going to be at Daytona. They were able to recover enough. Uh, not, there wasn't bad enough damage. It wasn't a total loss or anything like that. Um, and kept things under control. So they will have trucks at Daytona. They did announce that officially today. And then obviously, most importantly, the team members are okay and, and at least at home recovering, I'm sure. Uh, I know one of the guys had some burns, so that's you know a process. But being released from the hospital fairly quickly, 
is generally a good sign with something like that. How scary, though. That's, to me, especially when it's this close to the beginning of the season and, you know, things happen like that and you don't know whether or not your trucks are even going to make it out. You don't know if, you just don't know, right? And so here you are trying to figure it out and, and thankfully they're able to do so because I couldn't even imagine taking that big of a hit. Daytona's the biggest race of the season, obviously. Oh, yeah. You miss Absolutely. Daytona, you put yourself behind the eight ball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. From a team aspect. I mean, that's got to be really, you know, who knows how many projects it stopped and things they're working on. And now you got to scramble and get things ready. So at least everybody's okay though. And they're, they are going to be able to continue with the racing. Um, so that's, that's always good news. Um, some stuff came out. So TV contract is up in 2024 for NASCAR. That's become a big, a big topic because they obviously need to start looking into that and, and getting that all figured out. Uh, sounds like Fox and NBC have both expressed interest in coming back. Although we've seen NASCAR on TV a lot of different places, right? CBS was kind of the original partner. It's been on Fox. It's been on NBC. It's been on ESPN, ABC, a little bit of everywhere. There's been, you know, speed channel parts, you know, and branches off of things. Um, so Fox and NBC are both uh, trying to, or, or at least say that they want to negotiate and a possible return but amazon has entered the picture as a potential streaming partner and it sounds like maybe that could be a third option and then this one i think is really fun disney plus is in the conversation as well and we've seen with with football they've done some stuff on nickelodeon no i don't i don't want to watch a disney plus race every week right but for the kids and you know for the fun aspect of it you got the slime on nickelodeon during the football game right you put the Disney spin on things for the kids and, and help them get into it a little bit more over on Disney plus. I think that would be a, a pretty fun, cool thing to get into, you know, and what's interesting in that aspect is of course, uh, Amazon, please don't please. I, I, I love, I love Amazon, money, <laughs> I, but look, there's football Bring a lot of money to the sport. <laughs> And yet the football coverage is, is horrendous, but whatever, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe NASCAR will be different. <laughs> maybe everything's good. I know that there's no, there's no such thing as bad coverage like overall, but there's such thing as bad coverage. So right. if Amazon does it right, I'm okay. Um, as far as the Disney plus is concerned, it's interesting because of the relationship with ESPN, obviously the, the whole Disney family right. incorporates ESPN. Right. So yeah. that I can see an avenue for, because ESPN did used to cover NASCAR, and it was one of the only ways that people could watch NASCAR as a fan uh, in the states. Well, you know, and and ESPN, what is it? ESPN two that used to have it a lot too. So, yeah, yeah, they ran them on ESPN, and then I mean, they, some of the races would be on ABC. Obviously, that's that's part of the Disney family. So yeah, and it being part of the ESPN family in some type of way, I think, is key because. I get that not everybody consumes things like they used to with sports. I mean, when we were growing up and stuff, Sports Center, you watch, that's where you got all your news. A lot of other ways to get it now. But just being able to be on ESPN sometimes, I think with them still being the worldwide leader in sports, right, would be key. And if you have the Disney Plus part of that as a package, I think that they would get some exposure over there. And again, more exposure is great for the sport and getting, you know, reaching people in sports is always good for NASCAR. Yeah, again, it, it, the more platforms you can be on nowadays, the better off you are, obviously. Um, and, and people are starting to recognize that streaming is basically 
the way of the future. So everybody's trying to jump on that uh, as best they can. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really just want the quality to be as good as it is now. Fox has gotten so much better over the years in their coverage. Um, again, we talked about their gopher days. That was a little bit uh, campy, but, you know, they've, they've gotten a little bit better about it. And watching a race from 2003 and watching a race now in 2023, because when I first started in 2003, that was obviously my, my intro to it. There's such a huge difference in, in not just the overall coverage, but the fact that you get the in, in dash cams before you had to, to sign up for the NASCAR like package to get those types of, of views yep. and the, the scanners and all that other stuff. I mean, obviously you can still get it there too, but like, well, and actually they're, that's part of this too. They're going to be doing free scanners are going to be free on, it says on PC. I don't know if you can't do it from mobile, but it says on PC, you'll be able to go and actually listen to the scanners for free from home this year. They had a, like a premium package last year that offered that you could sign up for, but now you'll be able to go listen to the team communications for free. I, I think that's again, another big step from NASCAR helping get that out there to more people. If you want to go listen, you know, what's going on with your driver's team or how they communicate throughout the race. It's a pretty, pretty cool thing to do. And now that they're going to be offering that for free, that's, that's even better. You know, and when you listen to the scanners, that's another thing about it too, is that when you listen to the scanners, it, first of all, it's a little tough because it's hard to kind of predict which one you want to listen to at any given time. And I know when they bounce back and forth, it, it helps a little bit, but it's still like a lot of stuff to take in because Sometimes, like, especially at Daytona, it's going all the time. Like, literally, right. stuff's yeah. going off. But it does add that layer of analysis that we could bring to the table by listening to these scanners because then you're like, oh, yeah, at that particular moment, right? Oh, why did he pit or why didn't he pit? You hear the scanner say, uh, why? You know, and, and you yeah. know the broadcast comes back every once in a while and, and, and will cover that if it's, if it's compelling enough. But, like, you're five minutes behind. Uh, right. in the broadcast. And the, yeah. And this you'll be listened to in real time. Like, and yes, there's, there is backdoor conversations happening, right? Right. They're not putting everything on there and the spotter and the crew chief have their own channel and they're able to communicate and stuff, but you, you can't hear, you know, uh, Andy Reed, what he's telling Patrick Mahomes in his headset during the NFL. Like you can hear what Alan Gustafson is telling Chase Elliott as he's on the track race you know going 200 miles an hour racing you can hear what they're talking about and some of it's just a spotter you know you got a car up high now you got a car down low you know but there's a lot of other things they're relaying to the to him and whatnot throughout the race they are discussing some strategy okay so here's what we're, you know we're thinking this or that and they do have some code words in there because other teams obviously can listen to it as well. Wait, what was the but, one? What was the one to send uh, the butt his buddy into the oh, into the playoffs? What was it? Oh yeah, God, I can't even remember. I don't remember was, the the but word, but they said was, it was yeah, the word. Was, yeah, and there, I mean, and they, you know, so you know, sometimes you know, pick up a taco or something is get four tires or you know, some just weird code words sometimes. But again, still like the in depthness that that offers from NASCAR that you don't get in other sports, and we saw that with. Was the USFL or the XFL one of them, you know, where you could hear the guy calling the plays. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, and again, that's a, a little bit different because, you you know, if you, if you know what the play is, you could tell somebody else. But but here it's it's great to be able to hear the the in in race conversations and stuff in the team communications. And or maybe, you know, if somebody's struggling, be like, man, what's going on? You flip over their radio. 
oh, well, he's dealing with an electrical issue. He can't seem to, you know, get something figured out with the power unit and they're cycling through trying to turn stuff off or whatever. And then you know more of what's going on. That And TV does a good job of covering things, but they can't cover all 36 to 40 drivers throughout the entire race the whole time and, and you know, stuff like that. They can't? You, I don't know why not. <laughs> Could you imagine how <laughs> doggone, oh, my God, that would be insane. That would be, it would be pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, but, no, I'm glad. I, I hope they get a little more in-depth. I, I would very much enjoy, and, and now I think I will definitely take a look at this, uh, this scanner thing a little more closely. This yeah, season. me too. I'm definitely going to check into it because I, it's fun. It's really fun to listen to in person at the track, right? You're there and you can really see what's going on at all times. But to be able to listen to it, I think you've been at home. It will be a good time. Indeed. Uh, all right. What's next, Cody? Well, you want to take a break and then move into some some other news? Sure. Look at you, the show producer already. God. Look. <laughs> I don't know about that. Season but, uh, <laughs> season two and Cody is already producing the show. I've Sweet. reached my break and then we can move into, depending on which news you want next, SRX news or some Daytona slash rides news. Well, I can uh, safely retire now as the show's producer. Cody's got <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, let's not, let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh, Everybody let's... remembers that one show I sat in that seat, and it wasn't great. <laughs> he says, but I thought it was fantastic. Um, all right, fine. The producer says it's time to take a break. Let's hit the break. We'll come back, and we'll talk some more news and notes from around the sport of NASCAR. But let's tell you first about the SGPN Big Game Squares Contest. We're giving away $1,000 in our Big Game Squares Contest. It's completely free to enter. All you have to do is follow the mothership, the Sports Gambling Podcast on Spotify. Give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win a free Big Game Square. It's free money. Don't turn it down. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash squares to get yourself that free square. And of course, while you're at it, make sure to sign up on the SGPN app and get your own big game bingo card full of all your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you're going to win a $57 SGPN gift card. See what we did there? Only catch is you got to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube in order to win. It's always free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. Cody, can we uh, can we come back from break? Is that is that okay? Do we have permission? And go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so uh where where do we go next uh should we go let's talk a little bit of srx uh because i feel like this is a friday we may end up doing a little bit of friday srx uh on yeah. on yeah and that hopefully will be part of the of the friday format even getting into branching out a little bit right some srx maybe throw some indycar stuff in there some f1 stuff in there uh depending what all we have odds available for and and just kind of make it a, a motor racing day, right? Get a, get excited for all the racing over the weekend. But, yes, we did get some SRX news. Um, one, Denny Hamlin is actually going to be racing in the season opener. Uh, I believe that's at Stafford Speedway for SRX. So, again, we've already talked about some of the guys that are going to be running races part-time. In the You know, it's a, again, a, just a six-race schedule for SRX. But Kyle Busch... Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer is going to come out of the booth and run some races. We talked about those guys before. Now you can add Denny Hamlin to that list. And then they released a couple of their full-time drivers. Haley Deegan is back. She ran full-time last year 
um, and did a good job. Had a lot of fun in there. Hall of Famer Bobby Labonte. Uh, we talked about him the other day when we were discussing the number 18 cars history. Um, uh, the 2000 champion of the sport and uh, Hall of Famer. Tons of wins. Very accomplished. He still he races so much still. It's crazy. He's a big modified guy. Uh, races a lot of those. But he's going to be back to compete full-time in SRX. Ryan Newman. Just, re- you know, I guess retired from NASCAR a couple of years ago. <laughs> ran out of a ran out of a ride, but the sport retired him, I guess. But but still good to see Ryan running, and he's going to be running a lot of modified races this year as well. I think he might even be running full time and in, in a series um, with modifieds. I saw something on that, but so those guys will all be full time. And this one's kind of a shocker to me, honestly. Brad Keselowski is going to join that group and run full time in all of those events. Um, Brad. It's it's interesting because he doesn't do a ton of racing outside of NASCAR in general. He had tried to do the Snowball Derby this offseason. It didn't go great, and I don't even think he made the race. But um, but it, he's one of those guys that's like he is a, a true like racer, and he's from a racing family. His dad, Bob, raced all kinds of stuff back in the day, and his brother, Brian, has raced some Xfinity and trucks and I think a few cups here and there. Um, and then, obviously, Brad is – been in the, in the cup series for a long time. He won before he was even full time in the cup series in that 09 car at Talladega. And then, you know, his, his long tenure at Penske. Now he's a co-owner of a team with a, a storied team in Roush Fenway Kozlowski. Um, and so apparently, and, and the guy's like a rocket scientist on the side. He owns like an engineering company that works with NASA, creates all this stuff for rocket ships and stuff. But apparently those things and his family at home where he's got a couple of daughters, a wife doesn't keep him busy enough. So <laughs> we're going to add some more stuff to the schedule. He's going to race all six SRX cars or races this season. Um, so I think it'll be fun to see Brad K branch out a little more. And, and he's owned a truck team in the past and, and uh, you know, raced Xfinity on and off here and there too. So, and I think he might be trying to get Roush back into the Xfinity game coming up in the next season or two, hopefully. But yeah, good to see him branching out even more again. And and he's just got irons in every fire, it seems like. <laughs> so how old is he again? What he's not he's not that old. I think he's only he's gotta be in his thirties, upper thirties, maybe. Yeah. They say uh they say, you know, you're you're uh he's thirty eight, so right at the tail end of of what they would consider the prime, I guess. All right, because that's to me <sighs> I don't know. Like, Brad Keselowski feels like he's almost toward the end of his... You know what I'm saying? Like, I I know maybe it's because he's not winning every week or maybe he's not running all that well every week. It just... It's one of those drivers where you know that he's still young enough to continue to do this, but you wonder, especially now that he's in the ownership role and, and obviously now he's starting to branch out like he hadn't before, like... Is he putting out feelers to, to try to kind of wind his, his racing career down? or Because we don't see these drivers race till they're that old anymore, obviously, you know, honestly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think Brad might be one that sticks around for a while. And, I mean, now that he owns a ride, he doesn't have to work like it's there if he wants it, really. True. I mean, yeah. I suppose they could oust him. But for the most part, he's, he's his name's on the building. So good chance to stay in that car if he wants to. Um, And I think that they got a lot. And I, I think it does – the rough season they had last year probably doesn't help that feeling because it's like, man, is he kind of losing it, you know, but he'd been successful in the two car pretty much every other year that he'd been in there. And 
we saw a big turn at the end of the season from RFK, right? He could have won Bristol. He didn't, but Boucher did in the 17 car. Um, and so I think we're going to see a bit more from Keselowski this year. It's just going to be a little bit of a, a bigger project than maybe people had thought, and myself included. I, I thought that, that they would be a little better right from the start. But I, I don't know that he's one. He's one I can see hanging around for a while just because he seems to love what he does and just is always there, you know? Well, and then again, I guess we, we go back to intent and basically just what they hope to accomplish out of it. I mean, Kozlowski's accomplished quite a bit in his career, so it's not like he's out to prove anything. And sometimes there's people that just love to go out and do what they do, and they don't necessarily care if they cross the checkered line uh, in first place every single week. They just love to go out racing um, and, and don't necessarily care about the accolades and, and anything that comes along with it. They just They just genuinely love what they do. I wonder what that feels like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I genuinely love what I do, which is why uh, it doesn't matter to me if I'm first or last. As long as I'm doing it, it's a lot of fun. But I, I guess I relate to Kozlowski in that way, if that's the way he feels. I mean, obviously, he's a competitor. I don't think you'll ever tell a, a race car driver to be happy coming in 15th. But, you know, by the same token, it's like if, if I'm making a comfortable living and I'm racing cars every week and every once in a while I back into a win, that's fantastic. But it... If I'm a 15th place car, hell, at least I'm on the track. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see different guys take that differently, right? It's some guys can't stand not being able to, to be competing week in and week out. So maybe that does fast track him towards retirement quicker, or maybe they get things turned around and then we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, then he doesn't have to worry about it, I guess. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, some news that came out today, actually, Austin Dillon is going to be, so we talked about that 10 car for a colleague in the Xfinity series uh, with, with the crypto company going under, not going to be run full-time by Landon Castle. Um, and so it's turned into the colleague all-star car, right? They're going to have Justin Haley at Daytona. Austin Dillon is going to race that car the next week at Auto Club and will race multiple uh, races in that car this season. And Bob Pachris also believes, he says he wouldn't be surprised to see Kyle Busch as well. Now, Kyle Busch has won 102 NASCAR Xfinity Series races, I believe, um, and had announced a couple of years ago that once he got to 100, he would retire. Now, he got to 100 in the middle of the season. He still had commitments to run two more races, won both of those, so that's why it's at 102 or whatever, but he's not run since. So it'll be interesting to see if Kyle does come out of Xfinity retirement and jump back into that 10 car for colleague and compete in there a few races. Uh, and again, it, it, I think that's going to be sponsor driven. If some of his sponsors or the colleague sponsors want to pony up for Kyle Bush to be in an Xfinity series car, come out and do it. I would love to see it. I love watching Kyle race against these younger drivers and watching them learn and race against. And we saw it in the truck series last year. Some of these guys beat Kyle Bush heads up on the track in the truck series. It doesn't get much better than that for confidence, for for building, you know, building up these guys' confidence, for you know, building up their racing prowess to go against one of the best drivers to ever race anything, right? And and so, will be fun to see if Kyle Busch does come back to the Xfinity Series. But Austin Dillon will be—he's the newest newest name in that All Star lineup, quote unquote. So it's funny because this is like when uh, I remember when I used to work for the single A uh, ball club out here in in uh, in Stockton, and I remember 
when the Giants players would make their their starts down uh, against these A's guys. And I remember one time when Pablo Sandoval came down to to rehab for the Giants and he was taking on the ports. And I remember every single pitcher wanting nothing more than to make Pablo just whiff on, you know, right. yeah. yeah. That's that they and wanted to strike him out. You'd be like, I struck out Pablo Sandoval. Like, yeah, I went out and raced head to head and and either beat Kyle Bush or finished just second place to Kyle Bush. Like, man, that's yeah. I if I was those guys, I, I would want to to play against those those bigger bigger stars and, and race against them and and learn. I mean, that's how these guys. If you want to get to the Cup Series someday, guess who's in the Cup Series? Kyle Bush. Have to race against them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Practice. <laughs> well, and and again for Kyle Bush, I mean, obviously we know that he absolutely loves going down there to to race, and so you know it's. I, I think this new team gives him a much better opportunity because Gibbs wasn't necessarily all that fond of you know sending him down. Uh, to well, race. they they usually let him run as five. I mean, he did the fifty four car there for quite a few years when that was the all star car. He generally did his five because Mars was very invested in it, and they. They really use that car for to showcase different brands, like it would be the M and M's ice cream sandwich or the Twix car, or you know some of the brands they didn't necessarily run on the double mint car he ran a few times, like brands they didn't run on the Cup Series car as much. So again, if these sponsors want to get behind it, and he's got all kinds of new sponsors, he's picking up the sponsors that were with the eight before, some other new sponsors and stuff. Plus, Colleague has their own sponsors as well. Um, you know, if the money's there, right, and he's most likely making less than he was last year at Gibbs. So if we can pad those pockets a little more, oh, you're going to pay me more money to do something I love to do. Boy, let me think about this hard decision. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, let me think. Did- That's like I heard a conversation today. That was like somebody was talking about Tom Brady and like it's like, you know, he retired last year, but then he decided to come back. And it's like, well, yeah, somebody walked up to him and said, hey, you want to make $20 million? doing the only thing you've ever done in your life, the thing that you love, the thing that you're the greatest person to ever do it. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, 20 million, boy, that's rough. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Let me think. Hold on. Do I need $20 million? That's what can I do. Yeah. And we get it. These guys have a lot of money, but who couldn't use extra money, right? <laughs> it, I mean, if you're going to drop $20 million out of the sky, I don't know yeah. if I'd want to turn it down at all. So. Um, in other Dylan brother news slash RCR news, actually, Ty Dylan, um, well, Ferris Lawnmowers is going to join him um, on the 77 car because he's going to be with Spire full time in the 77 car. But they're also going to do some Xfinity Series races for him in the number three Richard Childress Racing Xfinity car. So, again, the Dylan brothers, grandchildren of Richard Childress. Uh, and Ty has kind of been the black sheep when it comes to the racing side of things for whatever reason it's kind of been interesting to see at one point when they were coming up ty was regarded as the better of the two talent wise and austin has gotten all the opportunities and i I think he's made the most of it i think he's had a great career he's won all four of his wins are like huge wins in the cup series like he's won the daytona 500 he's won the coke 600 he won at texas when he had to win to get into the playoffs then he won this last season at Daytona when he had to get a win to get in the playoffs. So like, he's done a good job with his ride, but Ty just hasn't gotten some of the same chances and breaks, I guess. But we'll see how he does. He he did have some Gibbs rides a couple years ago in Xfinity and didn't really make the most of them. 
Uh, so it'll be interesting to see him. But we always love to see that number three back on the track for RCR. Of course, we see it in the Cup Series with Austin. But on the Xfinity side of things, Jeffrey Earnhardt ran it last year. And now Ty Dillon will be will be back in that car this year uh, over on over on the RCR side of things. I mean, you're right. If For nothing else, just to see the three car on the track again, that'll be fun. Uh, curious, did they say anything about who's going to sponsor that car or what? What's yeah, that, so that'll be the Ferris Ferris Lawnmowers. Oh, okay. That's what, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to join him for the, with the 77 and then do some as well on the three uh, in Xfinity side of things. Interesting, so, interesting. If you need a new lawnmower, check out <laughs> Ferris. Uh, yeah, I'm right on that. Let's, uh, yeah. let's go. Uh, all right. Well, uh, man, I, I think we've, I think we've got, gone... I want to touch on you want to go more, more? Uh, two more. Real Look at you. Quick. Okay. Go for it. Daytona 500 news. Elio Castronovas is not going to be racing. I don't think we've talked about that yet. Uh, he made that announcement, I think at the end of last week, but he it just kind of didn't materialize. We had thought the project 91 car was with track house, but then they said they weren't going to enter. Um, and then we thought maybe the 50 car, which, they did announce the the Floyd Money Mayweather team announced yesterday that they will be entering the Daytona 500, but don't have a driver finalized. But Elio said it won't be him, so we'll see. Huh. And then the biggest piece of news on the week: um, Corey LaJoy was talking this week, and he ran a mar- uh, modified race at Martinsville this past season, and he was about to walk out of the door of the house, and he stopped, and he realized he hadn't shaved his neck. He had a little stubble. Went back inside. And shaved because when he was in victory lane that day, he didn't want the stubble on his neck. Well, he went out and won the modified race and t- took the pictures with a nice clean shaven neck. So he's already told his team that they all need to shave before the Daytona 500 because when they're in victory lane for the Daytona 500, they don't want anybody to think that they didn't expect to be there. You already know that I'm betting him and have already placed my bet on him to win. Um, and he did also say that they have more tools than they've ever had. So he's been with Spire. I think this is his third season with Spire now. When he started, they had like 20-something full-time employees. Uh, He said they just had their banquet, you know, like preseason banquet luncheon or whatever this past week. 64 employees there now. Uh, And Spire's, you know, it's slow growth, but they're playing the long game here and continuing to grow and, and get more tools and stuff. So that just all reaffirms my... Love for Corey, and my hope that he wins the Daytona 500. Superstitiousness. I, it, it's such a funny thing that most, I mean, most athletes have, but like it just feels to me that sometimes even NASCAR drivers take it to the nth degree, and yep. you know, lucky gloves, lucky helmet, oh, yeah. all kinds. Of, yeah, you get a penny taped inside a a cockpit or something that a little kid gave them before the race, or like there's all kinds of stuff that you see with with NASCAR drivers and things they do or, or certain ways they do things. And yeah, there's, it's, I always love, I love that from, to hear that from any athlete, but obviously as, as a big NASCAR guy, I love to hear it from the NASCAR guys as well. So Corey LaJoy will have a shaven neck in victory lane. He wants to look like he's prepared to be there. He says (laughs) like, like I, like I belong there. Act like you belong there. I've heard that several times. So yes, that was the biggest news of course on the week because, Want to prep those those large bets for uh, LaJoy to win the Daytona 500? You're hilarious. I just yeah, I mean, look if if they're already talking about being lucky, like kissing that lucky rabbit's foot. Uh, what right. Serrano Serrano like priming his bat by praying to uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, you got it. You know, Babe Ruth he called this shot right. Hit hit the 
right where he's going to hit the home run. He did it. Sometimes you got to be confident going into things. Corey is, so I love it. It's going to be like Mardi Gras when LaJoy wins. Like, we're going to oh, be throwing a, just a gigantic Mardi party. Gras at my house. I'm going to be partying. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's going to be crazy. My okay, but will you shave your neck? I am. Will you I, sh- nobody wants to see that, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. used to have to shave every day in the military, and I think I've cleanly shaven my face maybe twice since then. And there's a good reason for that. <laughs> it's a beautiful part of, of better covered with hair. <laughs> being a civilian. I, I too grew out my hair for just decades. Uh, well, maybe not decades. Okay. Uh, it was a long time. Uh, and then of course I, I made the foolish mistake of going back in and now I have to shave every day and cut my hair every day, which Cody sees that I have a nice shaved yeah. head today. So beautiful. Yeah. It looks good. You got a fresh haircut right before the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though I, we're not on video just yet. It's appreciated yet. by me. No, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, look, I was getting kind of scruffy there. So, uh, all right. Before this digresses any further, let's, uh, let's let everybody go for the weekend. Do enjoy the Bush light clash. at the it's Coliseum. here. We made it people. Mm, let's go. Um, all right, Cody. Before we go, remind everybody where they can find you on social media and where they can keep up with all of us. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z. You can see all my stuff over there. Get in the Discord again. That's going to be, I just posted the the DK fantasy contest in there for the week for the clash. Uh, just $5 contest. You can compete against us, compete against everybody else in the Discord. It's always a fun time. And then you'll have to be in there to join the season-long fantasy league, $200 gift card. Going to first place. Uh, more details to come on that soon, but you will have to be in the Discord, so get in there now. Get in there and do it! Follow and we'll me be on talking t- over there this weekend about what's going on, qualifying practices, races, all of it. It's all going to happen. It's all happening right now. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media. Backroad is now live on YouTube. Go check it out on the IBT channel, in between media channel. And of course, it's clash time, baby. Enjoy some racing this weekend. Enjoy cars on the track. Enjoy Wiz Khalifa. Enjoy Cypress Hill. Let's have a great time watching that race. We'll be back to recap it on Monday and talk more racing things. And until then, everybody, have a great weekend. Let's go racing and let it ride.